Loitering in Wonderland Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome. Trump's our Trump's president, guys. I don't, I don't know how you feel about that. I'm not feeling too good about it, but here we go. I'm going to try to push forward here for um, LRW Westworld Review, episode 8. Yeah, this episode is 106 of Westworld. It's called The Adversary, or The Adversary, or however the fuck you say it, depending on where the fuck you're from. Anyway, moving the fuck on. Hopefully, when you if you pronounce it The Adversary, um, you're not under Donald Trump's rule, so maybe you're a little bit off. Anyway, um, I don't want to get political at all. At all. This episode is in a very, very conspiracy-laden episode. This is the most conspiracy episode so far. It's just like nonstop digging into what's really going on. This is where they're really making progress as far as finding out what's happening behind the scenes of Westworld, of the Delos Corporation, shit like that. Okay, so Maeve, um, she actually goes into her, her little whorehouse that she runs, and she actually goes upstairs with somebody to fuck them. And I was like, I don't know, I didn't know she did that. I guess she does. We haven't seen it yet. She went upstairs with what's his Hector, but she didn't really fuck him. She instead she said, "Hey, stab me right here," and that's kind of uh, what she does here. She starts um, making fun of the guy. He's a big dude. Starts making fun of him. He's like, "She's like, you're big everywhere except for where it counts." And he's just like, "Bitch!" And he starts fucking her. And then she's like, put puts his hands on his throat, on her throat, and um, is like, yeah, "Choke me, choke me, motherfucker!" I guess I guess this is, how, this is what we're doing. And he's just like, "All right." You could tell he's just like so into it in a way. He's like reluctant, but he, because he's like, "Am I allowed to do this?" Only because he's like, "Can I? Can I kill her?" Because I feel like even if you're human, you know, even if he was fucking a human, and she, what's to say they both thought the other one was a robot? Do you know what I mean? And he's like, "Oh, I'll choke the robot because that's what she wants." Oh, I killed a real person. No. That's that's my um getting taken away to prison thing because he fucking choked somebody. I just don't understand. You have to have some sort of, you have to be able to spot that it's a robot right away. It's just because what if it's not? Is what I'm saying. What if what if the Maeve was a human and she thought he was a robot, but she wanted to get killed by a robot? Let's just say because it's it's possible. Why not? I don't, I don't, oh my God, I just don't understand. So, <clears throat> okay, she goes upstairs, she's fucking getting choked to death. Um, she wakes up to Felix, who's the lab assistant that we saw in the last episode. And she's like, hello, Felix, I'm back. Because she basically is just killing herself over and over to wind up back at the lab because she remembers, she doesn't get her memory wiped anymore. I assume there's some sort of weird... They reveal it in this episode, but when you're watching it, I assume she just is unlocked. Like, whatever the hell Dolores said to her. Dolores is not even in this episode, by the way. Not once. It's weird. She seems like our main character before this. So, Elsie is still showing Bernard the, the transmitter. He won't touch it. He's holding it with, like, a pair of tongs. It's, it's fucking weird. She's like, it's an. he's from an old model, which uses a different system, and I guess that's downstairs, so Bernard goes downstairs alone. And the second the elevator door is open, I'm like, oh, downstairs is a horror movie because it's just like, dzz, 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 and like the lights are flicking on and it looks like um, um, 28 days later, it just looks like the world went to shit and then it's like abandoned and it's, but it only been abandoned for like a week. So the power is kind of surging still, it's, but it's about to go out and it's just like, dzz, dzz, and you see like lights flickering and 
I expected to see like bloody handprints on the wall from whoever walked by last and just like knocked over hospital gurneys. It looks like an old abandoned hospital, like from The Walking Dead. It looks like a nightmare, and it's just like, oh, this is just the old lab. Everything's up here. Oh, here for some reason. It reminds me of how this studio was. By the way, I'm in the studio for the first time in a long time. I rearranged the studio. Before, it was just like, for a long time, my the LIW studio, the actual studio was just a table with stuff on it, and then like camera equipment and tripods and shit, and just just like nonsense. And I just put the, I would just record the episodes in my living room because fuck it, I don't why I don't feel like messing with this. So, but I that's what it felt like up here. It was just like this weird haunted haunted uh, recording studio. But now I got it up and running. We're good. Everything's fine. It should sound a little better because I'm, I am I have an actual table to record with. I'm not just holding the microphone. I felt like before the cable was running on things. I don't know. It was just a nightmare. But here we are. The point is, I'm like, why are they, Why did they just leave their, their old equipment down there on for something? And then it's just like a fucking horror movie where they're like, we don't want to pay to have the lights on down there. Maybe just have like the timer lights or something. The one where you have to go over there every 20 minutes and like click, 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 and you turn it like a dimmer switch, basically. You turn that little thing and it gives you 20 more minutes, like a like a college dorm have those, or like apartment complexes where the, the laundry place are. They have those. This should do that. Instead, it's just like, we're going to have a light flickering and a bunch of them, and it looks like you're about to get attacked by the fucking grudge. It's it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Anyway, he um he's down there. He's looking. He, find out, he finds out... He's he finds out that it's an anomaly basically, and that there's five more anomalies on the map, and he tries to find out where they are. He finds out they're in Sector Seventeen. I couldn't tell if that was like a Sector Seven G thing from the Simpsons. I don't know where they're going with that, but he um yeah he finds that out. So Ford um is walking with a bunch of um, contractors. I guess you call them. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're like the the guys who are fixed making the new place for him. Um, he freezes his whole town. And they talk about destroying the town to make room for the um, the canyon. Like, the canyon went in here, so I guess we'll just repopulate these people into the other towns, and then we'll, you know, do this and that and this. And I'm like, God damn, this seems like a lot of work. And he's like, nah, we'll leave it the way it is. We'll end the canyon just before town. And um, he sees these guys playing dominoes. He walks by. They unfreeze, and then they move the dominoes to reveal that the maze symbol, that the one that the man in black is following, is carved into the table. And this really confuses the shit out of me because it should be like, it, it really makes me go like, how do they not notice this? I mean, I, I know there's not cameras literally everywhere. It's more like, a, hey, do your own thing. We're, cameras are only here to monitor for your safety. But I understand. But I also like, they're, it feel, like I said, prison. It feels like prison. Should They should do sweeps where they're like looking for shit at night. Like shit like this. It, 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 look for uh, shivs and things like that. Like that's what they do in prisons. And this, they should look for stuff like this, like, and then, but the, the Indian guys, like I mentioned in the last episode, I think, where they have that doll of, of the guy in the lab, and it's like their god symbol, the ones that walk between worlds or whatever. Take that shit. Take the shit and then fix them. Be like, oh, they're on to us. Why are we allowing this to happen? Why don't we just fix them? Change their minds slightly because why the fuck not? We can. We can, we can literally do that thing that gods do to these people. We just wipe their memories of us and then start over and then... I don't know, a year or so down the line, we'll start to figure it out again, and then we just wipe them again. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, even with the conspiracy going on, you think they would just overall want that, 
And then the conspiracy would be trying to get around that. I, whatever, I'm moving on. Um, they go back to, Ford goes back to his lab. He's opening a book and he sees a symbol and it's in Arnold's book, I assume. Um, and, but next to him, you see like he's building this town, you know, and then it, they literally use like physical pieces of, of uh, physical pieces, I guess I can just say. He's using like little, little buildings and, and an actual map and he's moving them around and he's like, yeah, I'll put that here. And it's like, I would really think if you have this much money and you can build robots like this, you would just flat out use computers because he's not against computers. Like Ford uses them, right? I understand like maybe Ford using just the, the models, but then later on you see a guy in the lab and he's sculpting a head with, with literally like with clay. I'm like, no, you would just design it in a computer because why the fuck wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Oh my God, why wouldn't you? It would be so much faster and easier and cheaper. It would just, we already have the software for this shit. 3D printers. You can just do it. There's no reason for this. There's no reason at all. It's like Ford's, he must be like, no, we're doing physical so I can see them in front of me. And that's the only thing I can think of. And if that is it, yes, it makes sense. It's just, it's just strange. It's strange that they would do that because it's so much, it takes longer and it's unnecessary really at this point. We can just go, oh, that looks fine. Print that out for me. And then you print it. And then you make a physical copy. Once you're done, I don't know. When you're, when you're mass producing people like this, you don't need to sculpt every face by itself. You can just design them on a computer faster and just be like, I'll swap out this for this. And then that's a whole new person there. Oh, my God. Whatever. I guess if we're doing this. Um, Felix tells Maeve that she's a robot. And she's like, I'm not a robot. We're the same. She holds her, his hand. She's like, how do you know you're not a one? And he's like, because I... I feel, and I think, and she's like, yeah, we feel the same. And uh, so then he shows her the computer because she's like, I'm in control of my own mind and what I say. He's like, not really. There's like an algorithm, and he shows it to her, and you see like each word pop up on the screen as she's about to say it. It'd be different if it was saying it as she was saying it, but it was like, or before, after she said it, I mean, where it just sounds like it's a really fast, like, it just picks up on the words, like literally is just writing down what she says, but she's, it's popping up as or slightly before she says them. So she's like, Oh no. And it starts to go like improvise, improvise. And it's like, she just shuts down. It's like when a robot becomes self-aware, it would freak out because they don't know how to handle that. When you build in everything being true and then suddenly nothing is true. Yeah. You would shut down. I would shut down. I'm not even a robot or am I, I feel the same as them. I, but they, the reality is completely gone. If the brain is folding in on itself, oh my god, she just shuts down. It's awesome. So Teresa breaks up with Bernard. She's like, Four knows about us. We can't do this anymore. And I'm afraid I'm gonna have to let you go. And I'm like, is he being fired from being your fuck buddy? I don't. She really handles it like it's a business thing. Like, I'm sorry, we can't do this anymore. It's gotta. It's gotta be this way now. I'm sorry. And I was like, this is strange. This feels just like too. It feels too casual. It feels like she's being fired, but not fired for performance. But like, you know, we got to lay people off. I'm sorry. It's just the economy, you know. Um, just have to do this. I, I'm afraid my vagina's um, down for the season, you know. I, I can't afford to have anybody in there. I can't afford. Knows about it. And I can't afford to have anybody down there anymore. I don't know where I was going with that. So 
Maeve comes back online and she wants to go upstairs. And he's like, upstairs? No. Like, that's a, that's ridiculous. And then they goddamn do. They goddamn go upstairs and goddamn walk around. And he's holding the computer out like he's, I think he's trying, if anybody stops him, he'll be like, oh, I'm helping this robot seeing if she's working properly. And I guess that's what his plan is. When they literally walk around every single floor and level of that fucking place. Like, they go up the mall escalator thing. It looks like a fancy-ass mall. And they walk around, and they see, like, there's, like, a room of dead bodies that they're about to fix, bring back to life, you know? Because when they die, they pull them at night, which we've seen a thousand times. It's where she saw Teddy before. She sees, like, this weird bison, and they're moving it around. And you can tell they're just, like, testing to see if they're still working. Um, Like, that weird little Vitruvian dude walks and gets wheeled by. It's, like, when they're making the robots. And then there's, a, like, a cowboy. Cowboys playing poker. They get into a fight. And then it kind of, like, resets. Like, they're doing a scene over and over to see if it looks looks real to the scientists' peoples. Peoples? I don't know. And then uh, they go upstairs at the top level. And he's like, all right, we got to get going. And she starts watching a video, which is, like, for the... It's the it stars the girl that we saw with William. When she's like, I can be whatever you want. I can help you undress that lady. She's like doing this little video, and it's like Westworld, live without limits. And you're just seeing all these videos, and then you see Maeve, and she's with a kid. And then it was the one that she had that like weird haunted memory of where the Indians killed all her family, and then turned into the man in black for some fucking reason. And I don't know, it was very strange. I'm still wondering if the man in black is not just like a weird computer virus, like um, Agent, what's his fucking name? From the Matrix. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. So, in the lab, the douche guy, Sylvester, comes in. He's like, what are you doing? Like, Come on, dude. You're fucking with You're falling in love with this girl. This fucking bitch. Just fucking, fucking shit. Fuck, fuck. And he's one of those guys. He's, he's the new um, Elsie. That's how she was. And it's fucking irritating. I realize I just said fucking in the same thing as these guys swear too much. It's fucking irritating. But uh, whatever. The um, but I'm not like I'm, he's way over the top. Just like you're a fucking asshole. Like oh my, I'm gonna turn you in. You fuck. You fuck. I'm like calm down, dude. Like I get it. You're, you don't feel like a real person when you're when you're this angry about nothing. Like who gives a shit? He threatens to tell on him. Like I said, and then Maeve pulls a knife on him. And is like threatens to gut him like a fish. And I was like Jesus, dude. Calm down, Maeve. She <clears throat> convinces him to work with him. Um, Lee is super drunk poolside. I don't. I haven't seen him in a few episodes. It's been nice. I don't miss him that much. Like I said, I think they just got rid of him because he really is an irritating character. But with um, Sylvester now on board, they had to throw in a, an even more irritating character before him, before they show Lee. So you're like, oh, Lee, thank God. Sylvester's gone. Whew. Now we're back to Lee. <sighs> He's super drunk. He's sitting there. Teresa talks to him, and she tells him that when Ford is fired... They'll be looking for a replacement. She's like, so so get you know, get your drinks, make your idle threats, you're not gonna quit, and then come back. Because when Ford is fired, then they're looking for a replacement, but they won't be looking here. And I was like, How is that incentive? What is what does that mean? I thought you were gonna be like, so make sure you're doing a good job so that they think of you when they're replacing Ford. Or was she saying when they get rid of him, they'll take me, and I want to have a good memory of you when I take over. Is that what she's saying? I don't fucking understand. I think I think that's what she's saying, but she said it. The, the dialogue was very clunky. It didn't... Oh, my God. Because it's clunky, only clunky because she's there. I think she means not within our company, but she the financiers will be looking for 
me or one of us. I, I think that's what she's trying to say. But when she says they won't be looking here and she is, um, quote, here, it's confusing to me for for a little bit. I don't. I, I have to make assumptions at that point. I think that's what she means, though. So Teddy and the Men of Black are dressed like soldiers. They, they dress like the soldiers and they're trying to get... Basically, they're trying to find um, Wyatt. And then they get like 12 feet into the into the uh, Calvary before someone recognizes Teddy. They start shooting them. Um, Teddy starts shooting them, and then they get captured. Um, Lee, atta- you know, she, Lee is uh, drunk. He sees this woman walk up. Um, she is in a bikini. She goes over to the bar. He just fucking jumps on it like a fucking wounded gazelle. He's all over it. He's just like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? And he, he looks like Bud from Married with Children, all grown up. And I was like, he he's talking to her and he's you know well, I don't really care about the conversation he's flirting with her she's flirting back it's fine and then uh, he's like I want another drink and she's like you he the bartender goes you're cut off and she said to get back to work and he steals a bottle after the girl leaves Elsie tells Bernard that when they reveal basically she's like hey when we uh, go for go forward with this and reveal the fact that you know someone's stealing secrets here via this the, the robots. Um, the company is going to want to give us, you know, they're going to be gratitude. They're going to be uh, very gracious. And I'm willing to accept their gratitude in the form of unlimited bars, better room, better job, pay upgrade. And he's like, well, Teresa's going to go first. Maybe I'll get her office because, you know, heads are going to roll when this happens, when this goes down. And then Bernard's like, come on, dude, don't do that. She's my, she's my, she's my warm hole. Don't do that. In Sector 17. Uh, Bernard finds no signs of life and no that he this lab assistant tells him that no techs have been out there. So he knows it's Ford because Ford doesn't log anything. He just does what he does. He just wanders about his own park. He goes into the house. He goes to 17, Sector 17. He goes into this house that he finds. And then it's like this Irish man and his family. And then there's a dog there. And he looks at the Irish guy and he's like, are you, are you Arnold? And Arnold's like, or the guy's like, who's Arnold? And I was like, that's just for the audience, because the audience is like, here's Arnold, because I was like, oh, maybe this guy's Arnold. Eh, nope, it wasn't, because Ford comes out and stops him from pushing him. The guy doesn't respond to old commands, or the new commands. He's like, he only responds to me. And uh, I was like, okay, Jesus. And he, I guess they're the only ones in the park, all these guys are robots, and they're the only ones in the park that Arnold built himself, and he built them as a as a present for for Ford, because they're his child, it's him as a child, and his family, and it's like this weird scene where they would go camp, or go away to the, to, to the uh, countryside, and he's like, he made my dad a little too nice, so I made him, give him some uh, his quirks that he had as a human, and he's drinking, and he's an asshole. It's kind of clever, I don't know, he doesn't want to destroy him because, you know, it's his family. Anyway, um, Bernard doesn't handle it well. He's like, I don't know if I like this. It makes me uncomfortable. And he's like, don't worry about it, Dick. Don't worry about it. The um, Bernard, or excuse me, Lee is suddenly pissing all over the map. And the only time you see uh, the Hemsworth guy, I'm sorry for popping all those peas right there. Lee, um, the only time we see the Hemsworth guy is in this scene. He's like, come on, Lee, what the fuck? And then um, Lee turns around because Teresa's talking to him, and they find out that the new executive director of the board from Delos is there to oversee things, and guess who it is? It's Charlotte Hale, which doesn't mean anything, but it's the girl from the from the bar that he's talking to and flirting with. We all, I can't believe this is happening. What are the odds that they set up a character that would later come into play as a larger role? <laughs> it's crazy. I've never seen that on TV before. Ugh. They might as well have done like a wah-wah-wah. Or like a laugh track. Oh my god, it was so ridiculous, like obvious and stupid. 
I thought this show was better than that. And she's like, we've met. And I was like, this is such a fucking comedic bit. It's either comedic or it's a soap opera, which is within itself a comedy in a weird way. And it was, oh my God, I just, I didn't care for this. It was so sloppy and obvious. It was so fucking obvious. We all knew what she was going to be. We knew she wasn't going to be just a random guest there, right? I mean, right? Did any, was anybody fooled by this? I don't think so. And when nobody's fooled, you're doing it for nobody. So why bother at that point? Anyway, Bernard is checking how many first-generation hosts there are, and there's 82, and then he goes, how many are designed by Arnold? And they're like, 47. He's like, ooh, and that's supposed to mean something. I think they're saying that the ones, those are the ones that are compromised, and those are the ones that are going to do whatever, whatever. I don't know how, how many robots there are total, so that doesn't mean much to me. And I don't, like if it's 1% of the robots, I'm not really that worried. But if it's like there's only... 200 robots, that's that's a big number. That's, a, that's like a quarter of them. 47 that are still running, that are designed by Arnold. I don't know. Whatever. The um, soldiers that captured Teddy the Man in Black, they're, they're warming up in a brand. They're putting a brand in the fire, and they're about to brand Teddy. Um, Teddy breaks free and then kills all of them. And, but the Man in Black also breaks free and starts shooting him. I'm like... Oh. Are people really bad at tying knots back then? Or people just have really strong wrists? I mean, he's a robot, but he still feels pain. I don't know. Whatever. He gets on a Gatling gun, Teddy does, and he he's mows him down for like, it felt like 15 to 25 minutes. That scene went on forever. It was just person after person running into, into the shot, getting shot by a Gatling gun and falling over, and the man in black shooting someone once in a while. I was like, this is weird. This is going on forever. I was like, maybe they're going to, oh, no, it's over. They didn't go anywhere with that. It just kept going and going and going. Elsie goes to Sector 3 because she finds out that's where, there's like an abandoned theater there and because that's where the relay is hidden that was going to that to the transmitter and the robot and the uh, stray robot. She goes there. That's all she says. And we'll get there later. Ford finds himself as a kid. He finds his old robot and he's like, let's play catch with the dog. And then he, he's like, where's the dog? And he follows himself, I guess, to the... Oh, yeah, by the way, I was right about that. The kid is him. I'm not surprised. I don't... Was anybody? Anyway, the dog is dead. Just sitting there by a tree. And then Elsie, cuts back to Elsie. She finds the computer in the, in the theater. And it's under the floorboard. And she, uh, she didn't really have to look that far or that hard. She finds the computer. And then Bernard starts to talk to Teresa in her room. And he's telling her about how Ford is hiding something. He doesn't trust him, and he's scared. He's worried about him. And then that Elsie calls him a bunch of times, and he finally answers. And she's like, Teresa's the one that's doing the espionage. Oh, my God, you got to get out of there. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course it's her. They're setting that up pretty hardcore in this episode. I like all the conspiracy stuff, but they're making it kind of obvious who's behind what when they're overlapping these exact... I feel like they would have done a better job just editing... Editing? Editing? editing this stuff just in a different way. It's a good episode. It's just, it flowed in a way that made it very obvious. I feel like if they showed some of the Teresa stuff, almost the Teresa stuff at the beginning, and then started showing the Maeve stuff, and then went back to Teresa for this reveal, you kind of would have forgotten about it a little bit, and you wouldn't have been thinking about it. But the way it was edited in a way... Why can't I say that word right now? I feel like I'm drunk, but I'm not. It's fucking like 12.30 in the afternoon. The way it's edited, they it makes it very obvious because that's the next logical conclusion. Is, is that it's going to be her? Because they're setting up that she wants to take over. 
so this reveal was like, oh, yeah, of course it's her. I mean, who else would it be? But they say she's not working alone. I, I mean, I assume she wasn't. Anyway, the um, they don't show how that conversation ends, and I wish I wa- I want to watch uh, Bernard be like, well, I gotta leave mid conversation and not finish that sentence. So um, I'm gonna diarrhea. Ah, and he runs out. I don't know how he would get out of that. Like, oh, awkward erection. I I really don't know how he would just end the conversation, but he does. Um, Maeve. They cut back to Maeve. She wants to change her personality a little bit. And the scientist dudes are like, no, we can't do that. We need an access card. And if we do change it, it's just going to be flagged and they'll change it back anyway. And she's like, come on, dude, do it. She just keeps talking into them into things by just saying, like, come on. You know you want to. And I was like, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that in my own life. Elsie's on the phone with Bernard after he leaves Teresa's apartment, condo, whatever the fuck you call him. I don't know. It feels like a hotel. And she tells him that the robots are being changed. And it's all the originals. Basically the ones that he looked up before. Those 47. And even she says even their prime directives have been changed. So that they could harm the guests. She thinks it. Or it's it's possible that they're... I don't think... She doesn't really say that they have been changed. The prime directives. But it means that they could harm the guests and, you know, them. And she's like, I can't tell who it is. But from the looks of it, it's Arnold. I was like, okay. I want to. I guess the big, the big thing in the show now is, is what's the deal with Arnold? That's kind of what the, the episode should be called, or the next episode. What's the deal with What's the deal with Arnold? Ford is questioning the kid, his own self. I guess I can't tell if that's him or the, or that's his brother. I assume that's him. He's questioning the kid, and the kid's lying. Oh, they showed earlier, I forgot to mention, that he says something and he's like, reveal your face, <laughs> whatever. And then the kid's face like unfolds and you can see like a black skull. It was it was weird. He doesn't, he's like, they're different. Like things got different now. It doesn't mean they're better or something like that. Anyway, the, and the kid's like, oh, the kid found, a, or the dog found a fox or something, a rabbit or something, and then it got killed. And then I found it dead. And he's like, analysis. And the kid does a little look over to the left thing. I do that to my girlfriend a lot. I always have, where I just go like, mm, and I go into like canatonic, and she's like, stop it. But this kid does that, and he's like, are you lying to me? And the kid's like, yes. And he's like, what really happened? He's like, I killed the dog. He's like, why? He's like, I don't know. He's like, That's not good enough. I was like, the fucking kid, here we go. The kid, you know, a robot finally killed something. We're, we're finally there. I mean, other than, like, a gun shootout and, like, like play, the fantasy. This is, like, unscripted thing. This is something unscripted is what I'm saying. He unscripted killed something that he's supposed to love. That's weird. It's the first major sign that something's going to happen. Um, somebody, uh, um, excuse me, Elsie's looking at the computer like I said, like from like she was before, and she hears something behind her, and you can tell someone's there. It also looks like a horror movie setting. And she's like, hello? Somebody there? I was like, if you're in a dark place un, with a, without a weapon and there's a conspiracy going on, I don't care. Kiara, I don't know why I said it like that. I don't care. Just don't go, hello? You go, I'm going to wait until they reveal themselves. Because when I'm when there's a conspiracy going on and it means they'll do whatever they can to protect it, I'm in danger. You know how you know this? Because 
Everyone knows that. It's it's called survival instincts, and that's just what you do. You don't go, hello, reveal yourself. And like That never works. If they're there to kill you, they're there to kill you. And if they aren't, then why do you need to know who they are before you see them anyway? The point is, stay quiet. Maybe hide. Maybe you don't have to, like, duck under something and, like, I'm going to do something real quick. Just, like, duck behind a doorway. And, like, you see who they are. And then if it's dangerous, you sneak out or you run or you kick them over and run. You do what you got to do then. If it's someone you know, you go, oh, hey, hey, Bernard. I'm glad you can make it. What you don't do is start screaming, alarming them in your position. It's like in horror movies where they're like, I'm going to have a flashlight. It's like, I, I know you don't see that well in the dark. But when you have a flashlight, the person that's after you and is clearly going to kill you, it knows where you are. They know where you are now, right? They just flat out know where you are. And it's fucking irritating. Anyway, I don't feel bad when they die in movies like that. So Maeve is choosing her own personality. Um, oh, that scene ends, I guess, with her being grabbed from behind. I don't know if they show it in this scene or when they cut back to her. I don't remember. It doesn't fucking matter. But that's how that's how her stuff ends. Elsie's grabbed from behind while she's screaming, Hello, I'm over here. Hello, come get me. If you're here to harm me, I don't have a weapon. I came alone. I don't know why she turned into like a serious, serious Jew there in the end. And I don't say Jew like negatively. Even in Trump's America, I don't do that. I'm saying it like that's a, it sounded like a like a sketch character that was Jewish. Hello? Like... So Maeve is choosing her personality like she was before. They finally decided to let her. She makes this weird thing of like, I know you guys can wipe our memories because you guys do that. And then in the meantime, you fuck us, right? I know that. I'm in the business. I get it. She, and she says some bunch of confusing shit right here. She's like, I'm willing to to, uh, to give up my cut if we do this. And I'm like, "What? your cut of what? Are you saying you can fuck me? I don't know what she's saying. Anyway, they go into her personality mode and they're like, oh, someone's already altered her. To have really high paranoia. And I was like... Whoa. And they're like, oh, someone with clearance above ours. And I'm like, why the fuck would you have a paranoia setting on a robot? Why would you need that? It's not the same as survival instincts. It's not the same at all. Paranoia is a very different beast than, than sur- just surviving. Animals have survival skills and survival instincts and shit like that. But paranoia is something... Paranoia basically says unreasonable feeling. It's a, it's a feeling of unease that you don't really know why. You're paranoid. You're like, I think there's more going on for some reason. Why would you want ever need a robot to have any amount of that? I don't understand why you would need that. Anyway, because you, you could just have them be like, you could just program that in there in a different way. It's paranoia. It seems like a, it'd be like, a, it'd be like having a, urge to murder humans setting. Like, why would you need a robot to have that at all? Especially when you're the main directive is don't kill him. I just don't, I don't, whatever. Moving the fuck on. This is the end of the episode. She wants a perception to be all the way to the top is what she says. And then, then they do it. And it's like this matrix moment where when she learns how to fly the helicopter and she's like, Zzz, and she's like, ah, I think we're about to have a lot of fun boys. And it was like a Gotham episode where the villain reveals that they're a villain now. It's weird. I don't. I don't know. Really good episode. I will say that. I know it's something I made fun of it a lot. And wow, this is a long episode. I apologize. Oh my god, I didn't realize how slowly I'm talking. Uh, again, I am in a Trumpian days right now, so I am just 
I'm worn out from Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook for a while, or in America for a while, but here I am. I have to be. No, I don't have to be. I'm just kidding. I feel like I'm exaggerating. Anyway, um, I'm going to head out. I I like this episode. It was fun. I like the conspiracy stuff. They're starting to raise a lot of questions and starting to slowly answer them, so that's actually good. It's not like Lost. Lost is the ask 15, answer one and a half per episode, like I said before. This is not going that route. It's nice to see. It's refreshing. LAWstudios.com is the place to be. Um, so with Westworld. LAWstudios.com. Live without limits. Laugh without limits. Do what you got to do. You masturbate there, that's fine too. YouTube.com slash loitering in wonderland. Go there, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, where the fuck else we're on. I feel like we're on a bunch of other shit, but I don't really pay attention to it. Um, yeah. I appreciate it, guys. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are sexy. Except you, Tony. Tony, you're not sexy. Work on it, dude. You're the only one here that's not sexy, Tony. What is your deal, Tony? Tone Firth? Tone, toneled? What's your deal? Get toned. Get toned, Tony. That's simple. That simple. Makes sense. You can't forget that mantra, right? Get toned, Tony. Get toned, Tony. While you're working out at the gym, come on. Each, each, uh, each rep, say it, you know? Carve it on your chest. I don't care what you got to do, Tony. Maybe maybe backwards, so when you see it in the mirror when you're working out. Do what you got to do, Tony. Figure it out. And until next time, in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens, and so long, Tony. Get toned. <laughs>